Welcome into the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller in here. We're going to talk about intuition again. I can't just get away from this because it keeps coming up. And it came up last week as I'm recording this in September of 2022. It came up over the weekend and I thought, well, we're not done with this topic yet. So all the way back, if we go to podcast 301, no, before that, 298, let me see. Uh, 298 maybe, I think, when we started talking about, uh, that was the podcast called The Voice, where we played that audio recording from a pastor who told a story of avoiding a crash into a mountainside, uh, whether it was a true story or a, just a good story, a pulpit story, I'm not sure, but it was, it's a very impactive story, and I mean, it will bring tears to your eyes. So if you haven't heard that, podcast 298, and then we talked about when you don't hear that voice, what do you do? So over about the last six or eight podcasts, we've talked a lot about connecting with the inside to get answers from above. I know right now we are living in times that are uncertain and we want answers and we're groping for solutions and we want security that just doesn't seem to be there today. And I know it's amplifying a question for many people to even ask, why am I here in the first place? And we've all been seeing a lot of people take their exits and go to the other side. I had something happen last week that encapsulates how I'm doing it now, how I'm tuning into things now. If you've been a listener to this for a while, you know that during the years 20, let's see, late 15, 2015, for just a couple of months, then 16, 17, and 18, I lived in Aspen, Colorado. It was an amazing time of my life, for sure. And funny, I was called away as surely as I was led there. But that's another story that's already been told. One of the takeaways from those Aspen years was this process that I'm going to tell you, at least most of it, not the astrology piece, but at least the other pieces of connecting with intuition. I have told those stories numerous times in the podcasts, so if you've missed those, best to go back and find that time zone of really more so 2018 and 19 is when we were talking about the whole package of that coming together. Then as I started to learn and study astrology, one of the aspects or elements of it is horary astrology, H-O-R-A-R-Y, if you want to look it up. It's where you ask the chart a question. And what you're doing is you're not asking the chart. You're asking your higher self. You're asking God. You're asking the universe. You're asking your higher source to give you guidance. And you feel that it's an important enough question or the guidance that you are seeking is significant enough that you would bother to ask, <laughs> if you will. You know, I mean, think about it. Things are busy up there right now. Are you going to take your question up to source? Is it important enough? Or is it something that common sense could tell you what to do? Is it something your education could tell you what to do? Is it something that your parental upbringing that you know was good and right would take you back to your roots and you just know what the right answer is. Those are ones that you have to really say, is it worth taking to the sky? 
is it worth asking for divine guidance? But the thing is, is if you ask, you have to be ready to do what it says. So here's my little story of what happened, and then we're going to weave all of the elements in here together. Last week, I went to Asheville to do some shopping. When you live in a little small community like I am now, you have your, you know, what Walmart and the grocery stores have, and then you have your, well, I got to go to, I got to go to the big town. (laughs) So I had to go to the big town. And after I got finished running a couple of errands, I went to a sporting goods shop. Ooh, my little playground and a place where I can get in financial trouble really fast. (laughs) So I went to this one nice sporting goods shop and, ooh, they had this one object in there. I'm not going to say what it is. I'm going to keep that close at hand. But they had this one item that I thought, oh, man, that would be so fun. Did I need the item? No, I did not. I have lived all of my life and I could live all of the rest of my life without it. Would it have been fun? Almost instantly. Is it something that I would periodically enjoy using or doing? Yes, it would have done all of the above. But was it necessary? No. And it had a price tag on it too. So it would have been a stretch. And I've already had quite a bit of outflow here lately. So with all of that, I was taking the question to source. And the first place that I start with is a combination of two things. Fred Dodson has written two key books on intuition. One is called Intuition Training, and the other is called The Intuitive Awareness Method. Now, if you guys like what's going on around here and you pick up Fred's audiobooks, it helps support me because I get an ongoing residual income from the sale of the books. I don't just get paid to read it and then I'm done. It keeps coming in. So every time you buy those books, it definitely helps support keep this podcast up. And, you know, I don't have a Patreon and I don't have all those other things because as you buy the books, the money keeps coming in and we keep being able to do this. So if those two are not in your library, I would highly recommend them. I use the intuitive awareness method and, of course, the concepts that are in the intuitive training book were things that I hammered out on those hiking trails in Aspen. So this was something that I've really worked on. It took me 18 focused months to cross the bridge of finally not being able to connect with that voice, but to trust that voice. I feel like I've been able to hear the voice since, well, high school, I guess, late high school, were some of the early memories of hearing intuitive pulses, and I had a long track record of not following them. That was a deeply ingrained, subconscious, etched-in program. Get an intuitive prompt and say maybe, or say, well, I think I know better. Well, Aspen taught me, no, I don't know better, and it's just best if I follow it. And that was the universe being very nice to an older man (laughs) who just saying, you know, this could have been a whole lot easier. Because when you follow the prompts, as you're going to hear in this story, it just gets easy to go about your life. And you know that you're being divinely guided. And where you need that direction, you can get it. So the first thing I do is a little muscle test where I uh, rub my, the fingers of my 
thumb and forefinger of my left hand together. And I do that because my right hand was injured in an accident when I was a teenager. So the left hand is better to, for the connection. The nerves are better. I almost severed part of my finger. Well, they put it all back, so, but the nerves aren't there as much. So I use the left hand, and there's a little tension technique. You can look it up online. That one's been more personal to me, but there are two others that I'm going to put in the show notes. One is the one that just a couple of podcasts back, Fred Dodson did a YouTube video on a technique that he uses. And then a second one came out since that one of Fred's where somebody was saying that in your hand, if you just like look at your left hand, all right? So your thumb and the first three fingers are on one electrical circuit that goes down into your arm and connects to your heart. Your little finger is on a different circuit. Now, I don't know, and I don't know the physiology, and I haven't looked it up, but this is what this person was saying. So she uses a connection where the thumb and the little finger, your pinky, form a circuit that then you try to break open. And I know if this sounds foreign, just watch the videos and it will all make sense. But that will give you another tool in your toolbox. And I used it and I like it. And I've been using it in addition to since I first saw the video. So those are both in the show notes. So here I am in this sporting goods store trying to make a decision on this purchase. And I did the muscle testing. And for the first time in like, I can't remember the answer was yes and no. <laughs> it usually is, you know, you're asking for yes or no. This came up yes, and then it came up no. Now, my technique is that when I'm doing this, I also do the intuitive awareness method. And for that, you'll just have to listen to the book to get that down because there's a process. And I create that process in my mind. It has steps. So you list different options. And I do that while I'm doing the muscle testing. So that, to me, has been a really good, effective, and it's like 9 out of 10 or 8 out of 10 times, that's enough right there. And I get my answer, and I don't worry about going further, as in casting a horary chart with astrology. But if I get stuck like I did here, then I will cast a horary chart. Now, I didn't think of it instantly, but... What I was getting from the muscle testing and from the intuitive pulse was more of a, a down or away from than a lean in toward. So I walked out of the store. I walked away from it. While I was outside, it was like, ah, cast a horary chart. So I did. And I'm not going to go into the technique of that. I did recently explain it on the Fun Astrology podcast, but just to say that you can take a question to the stars and just ask for divine guidance. And then by interpreting it according to a fairly strict set of rules, the astrology chart at the time you are asking the question will either tell you one of two things. This question can be answered or it cannot be answered. And then basically three outcomes, yes, no, or inconclusive not enough information to answer. So that's a neutral. That's an, you don't have an answer. So once you learn to do it, you can get an answer in just seconds, really, if you're asking a simple question like I was. So I always phrase my question. I got it in my mind. And then I cast the chart. I knew exactly where to look. So the answer to my question, should I buy this item, was no. Very clear. And that was it. 
So I left. I drove away. Well, I should know by now. (laughs) There's that, you remember there's a story in the Bible where Lot was leaving uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and God was destroying the city and he said the commandment was leave and don't look back and if you look back you'll get turned into a pillar of salt and his wife looked back. I mean, these are some of the gruesome stories in the Old Testament, but it's in there. That's kind of the way it is. Sometimes we just have to look back. So I thought, maybe I should look at that chart from the question of should I spend the money? Maybe that's the better. Well, it was no, too. So I had a solid no. And with that, I closed the book and I went home. I was not, like I said, and I kind of wanted this thing. So it was like, but I'm not going to take a question to the sky and not do what it says. That's the lesson that I really learned in Aspen. That I could save you a lot of time and agony right there. When you get the intuitive prompt, follow it. You've got at least a 9 out of 10 success rate chance probability that it's going to lead you in the right direction if you are really getting the true message. So I had done a muscle test and an intuitive where I got the more lean away from. I knew that. That's why I left the store. I got one astrology no, and I got another astrology no. This thing is concluded. I mean, guidance direction from above is telling me don't buy it. So I went home, and that evening I went up on top of the mountain that's nearby here that's a beautiful vista to watch the sunset. And as I was coming back and coming down the mountain, I heard this noise, this grinding noise in the front end of my wonderful almost 200,000 miles now on that miracle Jeep that if you've been following this series, you know the story of that, that I take very good care of, but here is this grinding noise in the front end. And it was the brakes going out. I knew the brakes were low, and we had a plan with the mechanic place that I used to fix it in December and thought that it would make it until then. They told me they thought it would be no problem. Well, it was kind of a surprise. I knew the expense was coming. I just didn't know it was going to be that same day. So the next morning I got up, and the wonderful place got me worked in and got everything fixed up. And do you know that the cost of the new brakes was identical to what I would have spent on that item in the sporting goods store? Identical. The same amount. And yes, it would have been like a double hit that I would not have welcomed. So there it was, the inner voice, the little quiet intuitive prompt saying, yeah, you could get it. And see, that's the thing, too, that I thought was so amazing in this process is that the muscle testing and the intuitive awareness method said you could get it. And I also even asked, would there be a negative consequence if I went ahead and bought it? And the answer to that was no from the muscle testing. So it was in the space that I could get it. The question that I asked the astrology chart was, you know, is this in my highest and best interest to do it? Now, one thing you might be saying is, well, why did the muscle testing give you a maybe or a yes, no, and the astrology was so definitive? That's an easy answer. You want all the tools in the toolbox because 
I give a lot of latitude to the fact that we can misinterpret these things. One of the most frequent questions that comes about this topic is, how do I know that it's the voice versus the chatter in my head? And that's why, for me, the bigger the question, the more I want to lean in and get a series of confirmations. And what I do with that is I just very playfully and very humbly tell the universe, now look, I don't have that great of a track record of making good decisions when I get too much of my head involved. I'm asking here for the purpose of staying on my highest timeline and following my soul path. That is my desire. I set the desire for the item or the person or whatever it is that you're asking about aside, and I focus on my highest and best. So please be benevolent in showing me, but please also don't mind if I ask it a few different times and ways, because I really want to get this right, and I know that I can misinterpret. That's how I do it. And I really, it's a humble, playful, like, you know, asking a parent when you're a kid, okay, I'm going to ask you this about 25 different times, but dad, please go easy on me, because <laughs> you know, I just, I want to make sure, you know, it's that kind of thing. And I think the universe probably smiles. And now as you work with this, this is just like going to the gym too. You are developing a spiritual muscle. And when you work through this and you do it more times and you get more confidence and you take a few hits because you will have one come up that you argue with and you take the other side. And that was, boy, I mean, I got slammed on that one once. That was enough. That was my lesson. I was like, okay, I am never going against this again. I have learned that I'm playing an upper game now. I'm playing in a bigger league. I'm also teaching this to people. I have to follow it. No more messing around. And I got to say, when I pulled away, it was it was hard the first time. But when I went back and looked at the, at the second option of, you know, should I spend the money? And it said no. So then I had it all kinds of different ways. And I mean, I just went home and it was done. It was like, okay, I know there is a reason. I just didn't know I would encounter that reason about six hours later. Now, on the horror astrology thing, I'm trying to figure out what to do there. I may, at a point, start to open up to be able to take horror questions, and it's a process that I've gotten pretty good at. Robert has taught me well. Robert and I also are talking about a course that if we do, we probably can get released in 2023 at some point. So you can learn how to do it. That's the best. And then also, as a backup, that I'm looking at the possibility. I'm just saying right now I'm entertaining the option of opening up to be able to take on horary questions. And it's looking especially good for that after the first of the year, too. The information on that will be, well, we'll talk about it here, but it will also be on the funastrology.com website. Okay, so the Intuitive Awareness book, the Intuitive Training book, Practicing... And then I really am trying to get to a point on this horary where I can offer that as an available service and also to teach it. Now, others use things like tarot, runes, pendulums, other decks. Lenormand is a great deck for that. 
I got started with decks back in, oh goodness, 2010, 2011, somewhere in there, in Eureka Springs when I had that very first deck. It was the Angel Oracle deck from, um, see, she switched sides. <laughs> She's like Doreen Virtue. <laughs> like, it slipped out of mind. But that's a great deck. Still is a great deck. And I pull it out still every now and then. So cards can do this as well. There are a lot of ways that you can ask the universe with intention. And I think just like a loving parent, the father-mother figure of our highest source loves us and wants us to be on the right path. Biggest thing is, just like in my own story, we don't follow it. So if you stack years of not seeking it and not listening to it when you got it, then obviously that voice is going to go away. You have to bring it back. You have to work it back out. And I also believe that there is definitely a place for people who offer the services of providing the answers for you if you're not able to get them for yourself. They have to be trusted. They really have to be trusted. That's a space that there are a lot of charlatans in. And if anybody ever tells you that to get the answer that you're trying to get from the universe, that it's going to cost $2,500 or $3,000 to acquire these oils that are needed in order to clean the spirits out of the space, run. <laughs> you already have your answer on that one. Run. Also, Caroline Horn, who is on the funastrology.com page, and the readers, the astrology readers that we have on there, are all great resources for this as well. Caroline does the Akashic Records readings, and that is an um, excellent source to be able to tap into this kind of information. All right, I hope all of that helps because the whole idea here is that you have the answers within you. And the message here is keep working, keep seeking, keep asking, and keep tuning in so that you can get these answers coming for you when you need them. When you're right there, they are at your fingertips because it really does help you enjoy the journey when you practice like this. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this helps. I'm Thomas Miller. We'll see you next time. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.